Star Wars 7x7 episode 804. Today we're going to update you on what's been going on with the Star Wars show as it's described on YouTube, the only weekly seven-ish minute look at Star Wars from inside Lucasfilm headquarters, featuring news, behind-the-scenes features, special guests, and more. And today they had some interesting conversation about the Lucasfilm story group and what it does with Pablo Hidalgo. The details are here. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Amy Ratcliffe from Full of Sith, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and if you are not checking out the Star Wars show, then I will tell you that you can check it out every Wednesday. It's usually released in the afternoon Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday on the official YouTube channel for Star Wars. That's youtube.com slash Star Wars. Surprise, surprise. And it's been going on for, oh gosh, I would say the better part of three or four months now. And the content of the shows has been pleasantly diverse. They've even done some reveals as they did with the Rebel U-Wing fighter from Rogue One, as well as Two weeks ago, they did a reveal of an Imperial astromech droid, C2B5, from Rogue One. But I have to say that so far, I think the thing I'm enjoying most about the Star Wars show are the interviews that they've been publishing. Now, they're not always directly related to Star Wars. For example, they had Trevor Noah, the host of The Daily Show, on there. They had the band Churches on there in one of the early broadcasts. And then actually, their very first one, they had the director, Duncan Jones, on there. He directed the Warcraft movie, and unless they are sizing him up for the abandoned Josh Trank picture, I don't see what particular relation he has with Star Wars other than just liking Star Wars. And hey, you know, that's not a bad thing. And it's not a bad thing that they weren't connected. But personally, I enjoy the opportunity to talk to people who are connected to Star Wars and hear their thoughts and their perspective. So naturally ones like the one with Elden Ehrenreich who's the new Han Solo or with Dave Filoni or with Pablo Hidalgo as came out yesterday those are the ones that really float my boat I would say. And heck I'd love to know what your favorite interviews are and what your favorite segments of the Star Wars show have been so far so share them in the comments of the blog post at this show's episode at SW7x7.com. Now one of the reasons I especially like the interviews with the Lucasfilm folks and of course folks as close to creating the movies and TV series as possible is that it really gives you a deeper picture of how all this stuff gets made which is something I'm certainly curious about I know a lot of fans are curious about that as well and I think that one of the biggest open secrets slash mysteries out there these days inside Lucasfilm is the Lucasfilm story group and what it actually does. Now this of course if you're not familiar with it is the group that was created in 2012 by Kathleen Kennedy and headed up by Kiri Hart to basically be the hub of all creative being produced by Lucasfilm. So one of the co-hosts of the Star Wars show Andy Gutierrez asked Pablo to clarify for the people watching the Star Wars show what exactly the Lucasfilm Story Group is and does. And here is his response. Yeah, I think the easiest thing that people will latch their heads around is like, oh, you must, you're must you like a continuity cop. And it's like, well, that's not really it, right? It's, it's more about like, if you were to try to boil it down, is, is we work with any creative who is wanting to tell a story in Star Wars. And we help them find the story that they want to tell, but also make sure that story fits within the framework of Star Wars, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not just about making sure the number of moons over a planet is correct. It's more about, you know, what thematically, what are you going for? 
and what's the best way to, to achieve that with Star Wars? And also, is the story that you're telling, is it something we've done before, or is it something that's also actually in development somewhere else in the company? So we become this sort of, uh, this, this point that um, coordinates all storytelling across the board so that we don't you know, inadvertently tell something that's contradictory, not only from a continuity point of view, but from a thematic point of view. Now, for me, I like this answer as far as it goes. And I say as far as it goes because it seems to be one-sided in a way. He's talking about how they deal with any creative, in other words, any person who is proposing books, novels, comics, stories, short stories, or storytelling in any other medium. And what the story group does if a person approaches the story group with a story that they want to tell. It doesn't necessarily answer the question about what stories the story group wants to tell or what stories Lucasfilm wants to tell. So while this answer sheds some light on the inner workings of the story group and what it is they are up to as far as reinventing what we know about Star Wars, it doesn't really tell the whole picture yet. Now, Pablo also mentions earlier in the interview that he and Leland Chi and Matt Martin are part of the story group because of their bringing some institutional knowledge, not some, quite a lot, actually. In fact, Pablo notes that he will be celebrating his 17th anniversary at Lucasfilm in February. But a lot of institutional knowledge to the Lucasfilm story group table. And yeah, it isn't just continuity cop stuff. It's something a little bit bigger, higher level, bigger picture, if you will. But I don't think we have the whole of the bigger picture yet. And I'm not saying that they have to tell me what the next, well, I mean, I, let's get serious. I would like them to tell me what the next 10 years worth of projects looks like. I'd be curious to know if they actually have the next 10 years of projects laid it out, scripted out, that sort of thing. But maybe, just maybe, we will get more of that in the extended interview that's going to be coming out with Pablo later this week, which is going to be very cool. They did an extended interview with Dave Filoni as well, and I think that, among everything else, has been the best so far. They delved into Dave's background, and there's going to be a lot of good stuff that we're going to be talking about actually next week during Rebels Week as we prepare for the Season 3 debut. But in the meantime, if you do like to see a human face being put onto the goings-on at Lucasfilm, then do check out also the Star Wars After Show that Verizon's channel is having for some reason. Well, I mean, not for some reason. Of course, they're sponsoring it. And by sponsoring it, they've actually done something unique. They've decided that they're going to have Star Wars content on their YouTube channel once a week. So every Thursday, they post the Star Wars After Show, which involves either Andy or Peter, the other co-host of the Star Wars show, usually sitting down with three or four other Lucasfilm employees from various departments to talk about the topics that were discussed in the regular Star Wars show on Wednesday. So worth a look as well. All right, I've got a trivia answer for you and a new question after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, we're back with that trivia question for you. Get ready! Okay! 
For what? Last time we asked you what two bodied voices, if you will, we heard in Ray's Force Back Vision, and they were from Unkar Plutt and a young Ray. And thank you very much to one of our Facebook fans, Ori Kagan, who helped inspire that question. Now, as for today's question, what planet did we see in The Force Awakens that had a system of rings around it? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go blasting your way out of Moss Eisley, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not an Imperial spy, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.